Welcome back to Pace the Nation. I'm a host, William E. Docks. We have a very special episode today. And by that, I mean I only have one other co-host for episode number 136. To my left, Joanna E. Russo. Happy New Year, Joanna E. Happy New Year. It sounds so weird to hear to my left because I'm so used to to my right. Mm-hmm. I almost didn't respond because I just wasn't. You don't respond to your name. You respond to your direction. Yeah, I respond to the keywords. You mm-hmm. know, I only listen until I hear a keyword. <laughs> like a dog, you know, six words, <laughs> six commands. <laughs> um, yeah, well, uh, the reason why we only have the two of us hosting today is because we have a, a very special guest in studio uh, today's guest is our dear, dear colleague, Chris Farley. Can I talk now? This was really, really very hard. This was really hard. Yeah. I stole that dear, dear colleague joke. That's a, uh, uh, Chelsea Parvetti or something like that. She always mm. says that it's, I just thought it'd be funny over my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure for many of those, well, you, were, there, you should have been expecting me to say our dear, dear friend. Right. <laughs> so Chris Farley, how are you doing? Happy uh, New Year. Man, I am thrilled to be here. A little mm-hmm. awkward that I wasn't able to talk. I yeah. was like chomping at the bit. Now I understand where you guys uh I was talking from. for 36 seconds. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the way it is on the show, we don't really talk until we're introduced. Mm-hmm. And now that I realize Joanna just listens for keywords. Mm-hmm. She just listens to her mm-hmm. keywords. So she probably misses the first like, you know, the, the You can intro. say whatever you want until <laughs> yeah, you say, say to my right. A keyword, yeah. yeah. And then she... Call her names in. and stuff. <laughs> and then I know that you don't say anything until you're mm-hmm. actually formally introduced. And there's times that you're chomping at the bit like I was now. I know. Sometimes I raise my hand. I'm like, yeah, yeah. call me in already. Can I, can I get well, in this, here? This is a little bit different mm-hmm. uh, because not only are you our guest, we we typically don't allow our guests to talk until the guest <laughs> segment. That's true. So even introducing you before setting the table right. uh, is... is uh, Breaking decorum. Breaking yeah. decorum. But maybe it's new for 2018. What do you yeah. think? No, nah, yeah. I like our format. <laughs> no, let's keep... Just this Why one change? time. One Why time. change? Right. Yeah. Well, we, we do have a, a very special show today. We are going to talk about Chris Farley's effort to break three hours in the marathon, his last chance meet. The race was last Friday. Mm-hmm. And then uh, no spoilers until we talk about it. Mm -hmm. Right. Except for anybody who has the Internet, because if you have the Internet, I'm pretty sure, you know, it's all over the Internet. It's all over it. This is also weird with the space time continuum that we're talking about something that's already happened Mm -hmm. as opposed to talking Mm -hmm. about. Oh, wait. uh, But I mean, the thing happened and now we're talking about the podcast where usually it's like the other way around. Correct. Usually it happens over the weekend and then we talk about it like we it hadn't happened and people are listening to the show and it's already happened. It's a whole thing. Yeah, I don't think you just made anything clearer. (laughs) But what I will say is that uh, our scientists, you know, are starting 2018 Mm -hmm. off the right way as well. Yes, they are. Because they hit that one out of the park. (laughs) Well done, scientists. Well, in addition to talking about Breaking Three, which I have a feeling is going to dominate this show, uh, we're also going to talk about our New Year's Eve, Mm -hmm. and we're going to talk about uh, Chris Farley's Home Alone situation. Yeah, I think that's a good way to... Well, I wasn't home alone, but there was some... Somebody was. Some antics that happened while Mm -hmm. I was gone, yeah. Yeah. Well, you came back, and all of your paint cans were tied to strings (laughs) on the staircase, and, that, and all of your army men were uh, broken. Is that from Home Alone? I, I forgot. You haven't watched that movie. Right. No, I think I might have, but I don't remember that part. <laughs> are we also going to talk about New Year's resolutions today? Um, I think that we're going to cancel those this year. Oh. Okay. Ha- having been so failure in 2017. <laughs> 
No, I think we could touch on those. I'm interested <laughs> to know what yours are. And maybe I'll just cheat off yours. I'll look well, I only paper. I think it would be hard to cheat off mine. I only did four this year because okay. I failed everything last year. Right. So this okay. year I'm doing easy four resolutions. Right. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's a good. So, yeah. Make it a little simpler. I like that. Yeah, we could do we could do uh, New Year's resolutions, but let's talk about New Year's first. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm guessing that uh, Joanna had the the biggest, most rip roaring New Year's out of the well, three. Well, that's of what us. millennials do. Yeah, think, right? exactly. Uh, she probably had an experience. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm <laughs> a sure. A New Year's experience. Yeah. Um, and there were no party party gifts at the end. No, because they don't like that. It was very uh, minimal. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, I forgot See? your Christmas gifts. <laughs> oh, yeah. These are the most millennial Christmas gifts ever. Yeah. Oh, I'm <laughs> they, so sorry. They're, they're so minimal. No, but they the don't good thing is we'll, space. We'll, we'll get them in 2018. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah so let, we, I, I like that. I like. We'll start with Joanna and her uh, New Year's Eve. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Because I, I assume that your yours was similar to mine and probably very boring. So I'm I'm hopeful that she can. Uh, at least give us something we aspire uh-huh. to to live next, vicariously. Yeah, to, for next year. Yeah. Um. Well, you know, last year I went to a really big New Year's Eve party at Howard Theater, and it was James Bond themed, and I did a dress from Rent the Runway, and it was uh, it was a really late night and a lot of fun. Um. So I did do something fun at some point, but right. not this past year. No. Oh man. <laughs> Wait. I actually was asleep at eleven o'clock. You didn't even see the ball drop. I didn't even see the ball drop, but I woke up at midnight because everybody in my neighborhood set off fireworks, and Luigi. Those is- weren't fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> perfectly timed gunshots at yeah, midnight right, yeah. um and luigi's afraid of fireworks so he got a little crazy okay so you just stayed home yeah well i i worked and then um i had to go pick up my boyfriend at the warehouse okay like 9 30 at night because he worked the, he the worked race, the race that's yeah. because right. joanna doesn't want him driving her car anymore right that's true <laughs> after after getting a bad very, grade very true that's right. So you were at the race on New Year's Eve. Uh, I actually didn't go to you the didn't race. Go. Yeah. yeah, it was cold. I don't blame you. I was going to go and I was actually going to run with Luigi, but he um, he really doesn't want to run more than like two and a half miles. So I thought it would be really awful to have to run two and a half miles and then walk the rest with him. I thought it'd be really cold. So Well, if you ever want to run with a dog, come over to my house. <laughs> <laughs> London yeah. will run anytime, anywhere, And any help you strive to a PR. Yeah, <laughs> Probably. No, no doubt. Um, okay, so that was um, fell way short of my. Hopeful. But my New Year's Day was great. I did a puzzle. I watched a lot of soccer. Okay. Liverpool won. Nice. It was great. All right, Docs, how'd your New Year's Eve go? Um, very similar, except I don't have a dog. <laughs> so, minus minus the dog, I was um, I I just watched Netflix. Okay. Yeah. What did you, you watch? I'm I'm watching season two of Stranger Things. Oh, oh, okay. Farley, you wouldn't like it. It's a period piece. No, I actually have seen Stranger Things. <laughs> Both seasons? No. I've seen most of season one, I think. Or maybe mm-hmm. a little season two. I kind of come in and out. I'm not a big sci-fi guy, but mm-hmm. Julie seems to be into it. So Because mm-hmm. uh, it's quality television. Do you feel that... Uh, You've lost anything by not watching all of the episodes? Mm, no, not really. <laughs> I don't know. It's just something we could do together, you know. So uh, you know, if it's if it's on, if she's watching it, I, I I haven't watched the last few episodes. I think of season two. I, I think I'll get to them though. Can I? You said that it's something that you guys do together. That just triggered something. Mm-hmm. Um, when we when we were talking about decorating the house for Christmas, 
your whole argument was centered around it's it's an activity for the whole family yep. to get together and, and do something. Which most people on Twitter agreed with me, yes. Mm-hmm. I know, but how come nobody took my defense that I don't have anybody living in my house? I live by myself. Well, so how does that bring my family together? Does that make me like there's all of my activities include everybody in my house? That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. But I mean, I think that you could be a little more social with it. I think there's actually invite me- other people <laughs> over to yeah. decorate there, your house. There's, there's like meetups. You can do that. You can you can go online and go to meetup and invite and do, a stranger and into do what, your house. I don't yeah, even yeah. know what meetup means. Well, it's I think it's a site meetup.com and you can you can go to a Christmas dinner with people who are maybe alone on Christmas or if you want to decorate your your tree with somebody, I think you can find somebody to do it with and make it a social activity. So in, in any event, I enjoy watching Stranger Things on Netflix also. <laughs> I think he'd be the last person I would expect to be on this sort of site, but uh, I think uh, you can actually. I, I just wanted to throw that out there okay. because I, I, I was very remiss when I was listening to the well, playback. I, well, I, I, and I, I was want, like, why didn't I bring that up? I want to th- <laughs> thank the Twitter uh, universe for coming to my defense and saying that uh, actually having some holiday spirit and decorating the tree is the way to go and no, I was I, ultimately right mm, it's and I understand as, your point that you were as Raymond says we all have a start and finish it's mm-hmm. the it's the middle that counts so y- you're you're doing like results-based argument here mm-hmm. and what I'm saying is that you, your whole basis for why I should decorate the house was because it brings the family together I'm I'm cutting down your argument. It doesn't matter if if your your thesis is correct. Well, I, I think that you need to, you need to get into the habit of doing it. So when you do have a family, <laughs> you had no you tree. Have to practice. You had practice. no tree. Well, not this year, but last year I did. That's true. You did have a tree. We but, saw it last year. It was a very nice tree. Yeah, mm-hmm. because we were mm-hmm. going to come over for a gift exchange. And we did do the gift exchange. Yeah. and I had eight ornaments. You did see. Mm-hmm. You know, I have eight ornaments, and I think three of them are the same thing. What what are the? I think I have three Yodas. Okay. People keep giving me Yodas as a gift. <sighs> Star Wars nerd. Um, so <laughs> my 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 uh, New Year's Eve, uh, I was uh-huh. in Jersey because you know James was sick last week, so uh, we didn't get to go yes. to see Julie's parents in New Jersey. Yes. So we went up to New Jersey for New Year's. I actually missed the Fairfax Four Miler for mm. the first time and. I think I've. I think I. That was the first one I've ever missed in the almost ten year history we've been doing the race. So, so you're, that streak ended. Disappointed. <laughs> Whether that is uh, maybe the first of many. Yeah. Is that, of, yeah, is that forecasting, forecasting foreshadowing or uh, not? I don't the rest know. of the show. Uh, but so I didn't go to that. But I was in uh, the Jersey Shore, Beach Haven, uh, for for uh, New Year's. When I got there, the day that I got there, after the the day of breaking three, I got there the thirtieth. It was snow. I mean, like inches of. I mean, it was almost like it was a white Christmas. Uh-huh. So uh, that was even though cool. it was the thirtieth. So even though it was later. the thirtieth, but it was yeah. kind of our Christmas with them there, uh-huh. and they did have a nice tree and ornaments. And uh, I you bet know, you they put that up together, and it brought them all together yep. when <laughs> yep. they did it. They, they I'm sure yeah. they did. I'm sure uh-huh. they did. I didn't ask them, but I'm sure they did. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, so we, we were there, and and they were kind enough to watch uh, James while we went out to dinner, and I insisted that we go to the restaurant on the island called the Arlington. Hmm. So I went to the Arlington mm-hmm. when I was in Beach Haven. 
a little taste of home while I was in uh, Beach Haven, New Jersey. So that was really was good. Was it named after Arlington, Virginia? I didn't ask. I, I don't. I don't have that curiosity gene. I just don't. I know that shocks <laughs> you guys. I just really don't. I don't know. It was the Arlington, and you know, I. I would. Of, I would love to break down the genes that you have and don't have. But we don't have time for that. But that would be a very entertaining podcast. Um, you know, so what? Uh, how many stars would you have given the Arlington? You know, I'm in New Jersey. Go and jaded because it's the Arlington. But five out of five. Five out of five wow. stars. So if you're in Beach Haven, go you're to the Arlington. Using the word jaded, right? Well, <laughs> I come in with sounds a like pre. Julie, sounds like Julie went in jaded. <laughs> I, I go in with a preconceived notion of what I think it's going to be. Mm-hmm. So that may skew what it actually is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, five out of five. Absolutely. Now, how, how come you can recognize that when you're talking about restaurants, but you don't recognize that when you're talking about me? I selectively, <laughs> yeah, you know, I choose to yeah. recognize what I uh-huh. want to recognize, I think. So so this I'll was on, this was a New, New Year's, Year's Eve dinner? Yeah. So New Year's Eve dinner. Okay. Uh, till midnight, you guys no, did it till midnight? No, we were there till about 6 or okay. 6.30. Go, Early go bird back. special. Yeah, go back. Put Joanna, James when you're down. Farley's age, you, you guys will go out and get dinner at 4 o'clock uh, as well. Go back, put James down, and then uh, her parents went to some sort of holiday, Christmas Eve, shindig. New Year's uh, Eve. New Year's Eve, sorry. Yeah. Yep. Um, the Christmas tree's up, so I forget where we were. Mm-hmm. Uh, put James down, and then... Um, before watching the ball drop, watch Animal House. You watched Animal House? Yeah, Had you seen it before? Never saw it. No, that's the How first many time. stars? Uh, you know, I think it, it was probably funny at, at one the time? point. Yeah. Hmm. It's just, I, you know, there's some stuff that translated, but I, I will say there's a lot of stuff that would not fly now. Wow. <laughs> I mean, and this, I, I feel like I was hypersensitive to the PC world that we're in now. Yeah. Um, some of it's annoyingly PC. Some of it's like, wow, we definitely should be PC and not. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I, I don't even want to go over some of those scenes in Animal House that were just so Thank degrading you. to. Yeah. But I'd give it a, um, I'd give it a three, three point mm. five maybe. Okay. So that's that's like your third highest rated movie. <laughs> right. That's probably true. I'm not a big movie guy. You know what the no, problem with those old – those, <laughs> that, that is true. The problem with these old movies is you start looking at the actors and you look to see if they're alive or dead. And mm-hmm. a movie like Animal House, most of them died in like their early 30s or 40s because they were – In the you know, 1930s? No, no, no. How no, old no, is no, that movie? No, no, like when they were in their 30s or 40s. Yeah. Because I think was, most of them died filming the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was like one of those type of movies where it attracted this sort of comedian who probably hard lives did a lot of yeah drugs and hard life. So, mm-hmm. anyways, watch the watch the uh, ball drop at um, uh, at midnight, and we chose to watch uh, Dick Clark's Rock and New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. I wonder if you guys did the same. Ryan Seacrest. Now, I already told you I was watching Netflix. No, I have, you didn't I even have, watch the ball drop? I have no. zero interest in watching other people. Jenny McCarthy. Not have fun. Ryan Seacrest. Yeah, no interest. New York City, freezing cold. Okay. I, I don't know what's, what would be worse to me. Would be freezing in Times Square, not being able to move, and worried about where everybody else is going to go to the bathroom. <laughs> don't wear your nice shoes. Right. Or, but I didn't think about that. That's very true. Yeah, because you get in there and you can't leave. No, it's like a marathon start. At least yeah. you're moving, uh, you know, 20 minutes after you're in that big corral in the marathon. But, yes, you're, you're there. You're right. there for hours. So that that seems miserable to me. Mm-hmm. Standing in one place. You would hate it, too. You oh, can't stand yeah. still. I, 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 or watching people stand still. 
and watching all these like uh I, I don't know, like they roll in like you just said right. Jenny McCarthy. Right. Do you do you know how, how much of my life I want Jenny McCarthy in? Zero. Yeah, not very much. I bet. Zero. She yeah, she's no offense to her, but Right. She just isn't relevant to you and probably not relevant to a lot of people. I think this is her last she's hanging on. <laughs> this is it for her. That's I didn't, well, I, didn't, well, I, mean, I didn't mean for us to to read the epitaph of, of Jenny McCarthy's yeah, career I here. What I what I just wanted to say is like this is of no interest to me. Yeah. Yeah, I, they're, they're I not see that. doing anything. I on could this see show. That. I don't. I, I have this weird, like, fascin. Not fascination is not the right word. I, I have this weird, like, deal with Ryan Seacrest. I think he's super talented, mm-hmm. and so I'm interested. I'm intrigued by him. So I like to watch him work uh, and how mm-hmm. he. No, it's it's very interesting as a podcast host. I think it's very interesting how he like interacts with people gets in and out of the breaks it's real. he's really super mm-hmm. like he is smooth and just solid yeah. at it now do you take notes when you watch him and cause i would <laughs> no. say after 136 episodes i I'm, i would no. love for some ryan seacrest hosting to yeah. rub off on <laughs> I, I, I mean i haven't it, it hasn't rubbed off on me i'm not saying i can I, emulate anything that he does. I don't think I'm that's just saying, breaking <laughs> news for anybody. <laughs> I'm, just saying, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm impressed with his talent. Uh-huh. Uh, so, anyways, the moral of the story is three extremely boring um, New Year's Eves. Wow. It depends on how you look at it. Yeah, that's true. Um, oh well. Well, I guess uh, I, I didn't expect a lot more than that. I was hope mm-hmm. I was hopeful, but I mm-hmm. don't expect a lot more than that from mm-hmm. from us. All right. Sorry for yeah, to let the podcast listeners know. I don't know. I, we just had a 20-minute conversation about doing nothing. I'm not sure how many people are still here. Uh, <laughs> right, hopefully, right. everybody right. is still listening because I want to get to last Friday, Breaking yes. 3. The, the, we waited till the last minute to have the best day of the year. Mm-hmm. So for the three people that are listening for the first time <laughs> right. and have no idea what we're talking about – Chris Farley has a streak going back to 2007 where he has broken... 1999. Th- oh. 1999. <laughs> All right. Where he's broken three hours in, in a marathon at some point in the year. And he was going for his 19th or 11th, depending on how you look at it. Mm-hmm. He's going for his 19th in a row uh, this year at Philadelphia. And he ran a 301 mm-hmm. uh, So just missed breaking three. He was despondent and uh, thought, there goes the streak. Uh, it was a really important thing in his life that, that uh, you know, part of motivating him with his training. And I didn't and really it, realize until it was gone. Like, it's one of those things where, you know, wow, you don't let, miss let, it. Let's wait until the questions are asked. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so so he, he thought it's over. Right. That's it. There's, there's nothing he could do. Correct. Uh, he's so, so depressed. And then the magic happened. Text messages started flying. Emails are written. Uh, I think that I got three telegrams from Joanna because she's old school. <laughs> yep. And uh, a lot of people came together and put on this, this race, a marathon down at Haynes Point, just for Chris Farley for his last chance meet to break three hours this year. And, and that, that event was called Breaking Three. Got a, a hat tip uh, or half top, however you, <laughs> whatever you right. think HT stands for, to uh, Kathy Dalby for coming up with the Breaking Three uh, race name. Yep. Um, Which, of course, is a play on the Nike attempt of Breaking Two. Mm-hmm. Correct. Exactly. And 
and and there it was so so this is this is the background on it so joanna and i are gonna uh take a deep dive into to the uh brain of chris farley right now <laughs> and isn't uh, that what we do every week and uh, no usually uh we don't get to ask the questions <laughs> no, that's that's true so that's true so uh we've got a very special guest chris farley mm-hmm. who ran in that race uh Let's let's be stupid. Chris, how are you? Thanks for joining oh, us. Oh, man, Docs, thanks for having me, man. I'm thrilled to be here. It's such an honor to be on such a prestigious show. I really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. This is this is the highlight of your life. It just is, like absolutely. Our 135 previous guests. Right. Yeah. Oh, um, no question. Yeah, so let's let's talk about the race. Well, let's start at Philadelphia. Yeah. Okay. So why don't you tell us how you felt when you crossed the line at Philadelphia and looked at the clock and saw 30104? Yeah, it's and a, when, and during that race, did you realize at a certain point that you weren't going to break three hours? Yeah. So I realized with about three miles to go that it was going to be really close and probably not going to happen, and it was depressing. So how did I feel? I felt totally dejected. And I felt way worse than I thought I would feel. I I thought it was a fun little streak. I thought it was something that was a good bit for the show. But honestly, it was when I was done with Philly, I felt like, wow, it was this realization that I'm actually old. And and I'm I'm no longer able to do. This was not just about the streak. No, it was like a midlife crisis. Totally. It was about father time. It was about a midlife crisis. Mm -hmm. So with three miles to go to answer your question, I I, I was like, I'm not going to do it. And I can't believe it. And it never occurred to me throughout the entire year, through that training cycle, moderated training cycle that I did. Uh, that I wasn't going to do it until three miles to go. And when I didn't do it, I mean, I text Julie, I, I text you guys, and it was just, it was just like a wave of depression that was totally unexpected, not doing mm-hmm. a bit at all. I was really disappointed. No, you are. You are. So you texted us, and we both told you, the year's not over. There's still another chance. Mm-hmm. Like, when you got that, like, I know that that was a little bit, uh, took you out of like complete depression. Right. But did you actually think that, but at what point did you think, okay, maybe I can run another marathon? Well, not immediately for sure, man, because yeah. I, my, my immediate thoughts were, well, I appreciate the support, but there's no way that I can turn it around. This was November 19th, turn it around by five weeks and be able to run a marathon under three. I mean, it's not like I went out and ran Philly and kind of jogged it and didn't try that hard. I went out and tried my very you put hardest. Put it all on the line. Yeah. And and to recover from a marathon, turn it around, and then run another maximum effort in five week five weeks, I just thought it's just there's there's no way. Especially with this newfound sense of your age. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So when when breaking three started to materialize and this idea was suggested and it started coming together, I mean, did you were you thinking that you could do this or were you kind of like, God, I wish these guys would just put this idea in a drawer? Well, there was there was a lot of the drawer thinking for <laughs> sure, which is a good way to put it. Uh, the first two weeks was like you know what? I'm going to do the little things now. I start stretching. I had mm-hmm. less Miller lights. Mm-hmm. Try to sleep better. Well, you don't drink that much anyway. I mean, I, I know you drink often, but you right. have no tolerance. So less Miller lights is all relative. Uh, well, yeah. Instead of drinking one and a half beers, I had one and a quarter. So I, I did the little things, I think, in those two weeks. And then it really wasn't until the Jingle All the Way race that I was like, I'm going to put myself out there. I'm going to do a proper warm up for the race. I'm not going to show up and 
help and lug mats around and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I, I'm worthless at, so, at these races. I was gonna say, most so this was, the, this was the first time where your worthlessness was a conscious <laughs> right, effort. Right, right. Because usually, <laughs> I mean, you can ask Chris and Lisa and Kathy. I mean, I'm not. That. I remember from the beer mile. <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm pretty worthless as it is. But I I warmed up correctly, uh, went to the race and ran it like this was a true tune-up or a true dress rehearsal for breaking three. Uh, we had decided at that point to run Haynes Point. This was a perfect course because it, it did most of the course that, you know, at least that one loop uh, f- for the 15K. And I think a 15K at that point, uh, three weeks before the race, was a good barometer uh, of it – was, it was a little less than three weeks before the race was a good barometer of, 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 of where I was and whether I could do it or not. All right, so we, we gave you the task of get yourself physically ready. That's right. And that's, that's what we asked of you. I knew nothing else. And, and, <laughs> and we also pinned you down on the ground and forced you to pick a date and stick to it yep. and, and stop hemming and hawing. Yeah, that and, was hard. And, and so once we picked a date, while you were out doing your jingle bell all the way yep. and, and your long runs and, and cutting. stretching. And stretching, stretching and yep. cutting mm-hmm. back on Miller Lite. Right, yep. Uh, while you're doing that. Sleeping more, yep. There's a whole crew in the background uh, getting stuff ready. And, uh, you know, we couldn't have done this without uh, the Pacers events team. Um, yep. Specifically, uh, Lisa and Kathy, Chris, Heather, Tess and Steve, mm-hmm. and I'm sure I'm leaving people out. I hate love I hate, those lists. So I hate doing lists. Good list. As a uh, one of the hosts of the right, show, I'm right. trying to trying You're to do the part of trying to emulate. Uh, a doing emulate. List. Right. Yeah, there you go. And and we also had uh, support from Brooks, so mm-hmm. we, we couldn't have done this without Brooks. And you know, we got some support from Features and Diadora. I mean, this mm-hmm. thing was tracking, and you know, like like the the Pacers events team, uh, people just putting in time to make sure that we had important things like a giant logo. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> the caricature. I mean, the caricature looks exactly – I mean, it, it's, it's striking. It's really well, good, let yeah. me tell you that the first draft, the shorts were like Ooh, splits. Yeah, so I think call. the only edits were the good shorts call. and then the nose had to mm-hmm. be tweaked a little yeah. bit. But otherwise, it, it really yeah, looks no, like it, you. It, and it what is this? It. It's, like a, it's like a six-foot cutout of Chris Farley. So Farley's. larger than life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll tweet out some of those pictures at uh, Pace and Nation. Well, they, if I Steve mean, you can already. already yeah. yeah, you can yeah, see we posed exactly. with it. Yep. Um, but the, you know, and they had we had a certified marathon course. Uh, we had Facebook Live going on. We had an Instagram story going on. Uh, there was a, a Chris came out with all of his timing gear. Chris, Utt, yeah, mm-hmm. officially timed course. Yes, yep. uh, splits along the way. It splits. You had a you had a tag. So so this was even though this was not a real race. This was just a get together where we enjoyed a national park. Uh, we we did have uh, everything out there certified and legit, mm-hmm. uh, and and there was a lot of lot of effort that went in to make that happen. Uh, and it, I want to thank all of those people that no question, that, uh, no, no uh, doubt, man. That, that went out and supported it. So here we are, the night before the race, like Farley's the hay's in the barn. Uh, Farley calls me up. And he asks if he could borrow the key, my key, to the podcast room. <laughs> yes. So he, so he drives over to the house, and, and uh, I see him. And I have not seen Chris this nervous for a race <laughs> ever before. I've, I've known him since the very first day of college yep. when he pretended like he was a hardcore tough guy. I am uh, a hardcore tough guy. Still please, am. Please. Yeah, right. He's softer than a pillow. <laughs> right. But – 
I've never seen him nervous for a race like like he was Thursday night. Tell tell me why you were so nervous. Well, I think it just took a life of its own, and I realized that. I mean, I remember about uh, two weeks before I said to Kathy, now, I, I can't believe that Kellen from the Post is going to be here. I, I mean, you're going to have like— Oh, yeah, we had Post coverage. Yeah, Sorry, uh, Kellen. Yeah. Uh, we're, Kellen, we're, was, Kellen was in the media van with yes. us. Uh, are we going to have like, you know, make it look sort of official? Is there going to be, you know, people out there? Is there going to be like a— you know, a finish that looks that has some energy, and she just kind of laughed and said, "Listen, pal, just keep training. You'll you just keep <laughs> doing your training. Yeah. We'll be fine." So, you know, I, I I got some signs along the way, and I started to get some more information uh, that uh, you know this was going to be a big thing. We did the podcast with Kathy the week before, so I realized that this was a. Uh, a lot of effort, time, energy, money from a lot of people. So now, not only am I going after this streak, but I am in con- that I, I have inconvenienced so many people in mm-hmm. people's time and energy right. and money. And I'm like, this is no longer about me. This is about the collective group who's who's helping to put it on. So that's why I was mostly it, nervous. It's I mean. very interesting that your takeaway is that this event was not about you. Because <laughs> <laughs> I thought that this was very much about you. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it, it, it kind of is, but I think it was like... No, I know, I know what it, you mean. I'm it, kidding. It was a celebration of, uh, of something that I was trying to do. And I think it just was like the Pacers crew... Uh, you know, just coming together. It was more about that mm-hmm. than, and again, I mean, so this is, so, we'll, I'm sure we'll get into it, but it was embarrassing. It's embarrassing on a lot of levels, mm-hmm. how much attention it's garnered and all this stuff. And not that it's mm-hmm. in the headlines of the New York times or anything like that. But, um, you know, it's, it was, it was, I got a lot of feedback and the only reason that I did was just the amazing amount of work and preparation that, that so many people did. So I, I'm but, with you. Thanks to everybody. Okay. But, but so you're nervous and, oh, and you'll acknowledge that you're extremely no nervous. No question. Okay. So now Friday morning you show up and you're kind of getting an idea of, you know, what's gone into it. You're at the start line and we have an opening ceremony. Bailey yes. Bailey Jeff, former host of this show, she, right. she hosted one one episode while I was gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, she sang the national anthem. Amazing and, job. And her brother Hayden held the flag. Yeah. So I I mean at that point I'm like wow we've got we've I've got a bib I've got a tag I've got mm-hmm. a national anthem I mean this was more organized than some marathons I've done and <laughs> yeah. I've done huge marathons. So yeah there at that point it was. Um, uh, a massive amount of pressure, but and you see, you see, there's I, a lot of people there, yeah. like both on the sideline, and we had, I, I think, seven or eight people start with you, mm-hmm. uh, which I will say, uh, many of them bandits who who did not coordinate <laughs> with me, right? Um, just saying that, right? Uh, so because we did have a side, so I will say we had we had planned pacers the whole way, and people to jump in on different laps, and what we were trying to do was balance it so that you had. Uh, enough people on each lap but you had a a really big crew starting so does this does this help your nerves or are you even more nervous where where are you where's what's in your head what's going on in your head right so here? yeah i mean I, I i the way i am i think that um i react well to a healthy amount of fear <laughs> so a healthy amount of fear of failure there mm-hmm. uh because it is a thing 
at this point, I'm like, this is a thing. And I think mm-hmm. it's like, and I think I said to, to, to my, and the manager's meeting this morning to, to the Pacers group who was all kind and giving me kudos for this race. I think, you know, I think it's not a bad thing to, to set these, these goals and have these high expectations and put yourself out there. Um, so I think those nerves turned into, um, a little bit of fear, but also some confidence. So I'm feeling like actually pretty good when I see all these people and have all this energy around me. So I heard that there was a lot of conversation in the first half of the race. So what, like, what was the conversation out on the course? Like in that first, the first loop? Well, the guys were doing a great, so the first, first loop was, was Charlie, Bill Palmer, Andrew Carnahan, Zach Miller, who were the first four, uh, guys taking me through, um, First was in, in Derek Thomas. I got to thank Derek for for making the first half, and I think he had a hamstring issue. He, he was yeah. He said that he wasn't sure that he was yeah, going to be able to but go. He, I He's really been appreciate him, an injury. Him, yeah. him coming out. So the conversation was all right. Where do you want the pace to be? Uh, and then we quickly like ignored exceeded, that. Yeah, ignored exceeded that. <laughs> those pace. Uh, yeah, constraints. Well, I, I wanted to I wanted to ask you about that too because you know we could see. Uh, you would come by, it was basically a little bit more than every 5K splits. Mm -hmm. And so you went through your first 5K. It was like 6.15 pace, right? Right. Something like this. And so we saw how fast you were going, and everybody's – there's a big discussion, and then you come through on your second uh, 5K almost as fast – I wanted to know, like, was was this? Were you setting this? Was somebody yeah. pushing the pace? Was this was this the nerves? Was this the nervous energy coming out? It like, was. I mean, I think it was a lot of the, just kind of the the adrenaline from the event. Mm-hmm. I think you'll always get that in marathons. Uh, but what was our conversations were? They turned from the pace to some casual conversations. We were just talking about. You know, I think at one point we were talking about whether to keep Kirk Cousins or not. Uh, so it was just, but so, to, but to answer your question, Docs, I mean, it, that, that wasn't, we, it wasn't by design that we were going that fast, but uh, Charlie kept checking in with me and saying, is this good? Is this good? And I, I guess I feel like I've run enough marathons where I was like, you know what? This feels about right. So, so you weren't uh, nervous at all I, that the that, first two loops were a little quick. Uh, you know, I, I was, I, I, I have to say that I thought it was a little quick and I thought, all right, we got to settle. We got to settle. We got to settle. So I did say that, uh, at, in the second loop and we sort of did settle mm-hmm. in a little bit, uh, because my plan was to go out and run six forty fives, and we were running six twenties. So, you know, that was, um, that was significantly faster, but I did feel comfortable enough that I knew I wasn't going to totally just hit the wall. Um, and as long as I was reasonably scaling it, you know, scaling it back. But I'm big in like, I don't think, and, and this is just my marathoning like mind or philosophy, I don't think turning a 620 into a 650 or seven minute pace uh, mile or 5K is the way to go. I think there's like, it, it does you well to gradually sort of um, mm-hmm. decrease the energy uh, output and. So mm-hmm. that's kind of what I was thinking. I didn't want to make it all of a sudden like a big change and just right, right, right. So, so, anyways, I was thinking that, and I felt, you know what, I felt surprisingly like comfortable Sprite? and good. Yeah, and, and, and not and, not at all aged. No, not at all aged. Very different from the marathon in Philly. I felt like a young spry chicken there. 
Oh, um, talk about the weather a little bit. Yeah. What was the weather? I was just like? thinking oh. so, that I mean, so the, so the, the, the most is, important question. The, the thing is that there was a lot of discussion and, and Lisa and I were going back and forth and Docs was like, you got to pick a day. At this point, you got to pick a time and date. And uh, But Lisa was back and forth. Like, it's going to be so cold and all that stuff. And it was cold. So I think it was, you know, maybe mid-20s, maybe. I low, think it was a little warmer than that. Yeah, maybe low 30s at the at the start. But let's, this is this is the thing is, is, a couple of weeks out, we made you pick a date. Right. And you, you locked in on that Friday. The Wednesday and Thursday before were ridiculously so cold. cold. Right. And the Saturday, which you actually asked, like, the week of, you were like, hey, maybe can we do this Saturday? No, it's Friday. <laughs> right. And that Saturday morning, I went outside. We had a, a little bit of snow on the ground. Yeah. And it was freezing cold again so you lucked out with, with the it, absolute best day it was, of the week by yeah, far if, if we're doing a last right. minute race right. this was the only day that this would have worked weather wise the wind was was Minimal. pretty negligible yeah, yeah. a little bit of a headwind on on the back stretch how did you guys deal and, with that yeah and i mean in coming out yeah the wind was was something a big worry because you know off that uh potomac river or the washington sound on the other side because we're we're basically water on both sides. The wind could whip and 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 hit you, uh, you know, and, and slow you down pretty significantly. But it didn't really affect me, especially since I had a wall of three people in front of mm-hmm. me and one to my right almost the entire race, if not the yeah. entire race. So, I mean, we we talked jokingly about the flying V beforehand, but mm-hmm. it really came to fruition. It was crazy. I had this group like right around me, and just the energy of that group made me feel super confident and I felt good and spry and it was so much different than the Philadelphia Marathon. I mean it was 180 degrees different. It was so much different than Or the as Jason Kidd says 360 degrees different, <laughs> which is back to the same spot. Yeah. So so right. <laughs> so who came in? Like who who was added in? So so, so the Pacers you you had different people coming in. Do you remember who came in? Yeah, next? so uh, you know about midway uh, you know through the the third or lap or so uh justin dempsey chime and um dixon mercer came in mm-hmm. and those guys locked in justin is from brooks dixon of course has been on this program a few times is senior mm-hmm. editor of run washington yeah he also has his eye on my seat <laughs> so those guys came in and then just and and I, i'll tell you what those guys coming in i'll have to say like there was a couple people who may have been worried about their own run out there. I'm not going to name some names, Andrew Carnahan. But uh, the, the, those, those guys uh, came in, and they were super concerned about where I was, uh, how I wanted the pace, like conversations with me back and forth, mm-hmm. and just were phenomenal. Amazing uh, support from them, yeah. yeah. And then also had, uh, at that point, uh, Andrew and Mark Naylor come in. Uh, Andrew, I think, does our fun runs and the uh, – uh, Old Town uh, Fun Run Group, and then Mark Naylor, a, a big-time listener of the show. Those guys came in and just formed a wall. It was like I was running back behind a very skinny offensive mm-hmm. line, <laughs> <laughs> running this entire way. So uh, locked in with those guys. Um, and I didn't really realize, you know, the pace. Um, and ultimately, my, my watch died, which mm-hmm. is hilarious. But uh, – but I was getting every 5K split. So I, I knew that if I was going to beat the time that I needed to beat, I needed to be at 21.10 at every 5K. So I was thinking 21.10, 42, 20, 103.30. So, you know, et cetera, did et you cetera. Have a, did you have a uh, 5K uh, 
plus uh, tattoo on your arm? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> you, know, like I, you have those miles. Those splits? race tattoos? Yeah. No, no, yeah. I didn't. It would have uh, had to have been custom made because the splits were like not even an even five k. No, they no they 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 had the clock at the five k. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you could Lisa see the clock. Chris yeah, had yeah. The, so, so so I so knew my five k's. This and, was the setup. Was was uh, the timing equipment that was that was getting your tag stayed in the same place correct. at the start line. But then every time you passed a five k interval, uh, Lisa, the whole convoy, everybody <laughs> who was in one parking lot. Uh, they all just drove up to the next 5K spot, and Lisa had tags uh, tape out on the road, and she was out there. Yep. And and this was lost on on you, I'm sure. But Lisa was holding the clock, the clock up over her head. That was a shout out to say anything, which is a <laughs> 1980s John Cusack movie. Totally lost uh, to me, yeah, yes. Yeah. But I thought it was very nice that she had the uh, the clock out there. It made it very easy to see. Yeah. And and I was just gaining confidence as I saw my splits being like, oh, wow, I'm two minutes ahead. I'm three minutes ahead. And then I got to the half marathon and I think it was on Charlie's watch. Um, it was on Charlie's watch. We were 126, like 30 or something like that. Right. I said, wow. We are way ahead of where I was at Philly, mm-hmm. where I thought I was going to, where I thought and I was going to And so was, was that like a confidence booster for you that you were ahead of where you were in Philly? Yeah. Or again, did it make you a little bit nervous that you were a little ahead of where you thought you so should be? It was a confidence booster. It wasn't until about 18 miles where it was like, Wow, this is going to be an epic collapse if I <laughs> if I blow this. Oh, man. So it really got to about five minute five miles later where I started to feel a little bit of in the hamstring and I was like, Whoa, my legs are definitely tiring. I'm well under pace and this is going to be an epic like walk home. If if I don't do this, this is going to be mm-hmm. really, really bad. So not until not 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 really until eighteen where you really it's- start to, to, to feel fatigued. Uh, did I have a true worry? It's funny that you say it was at mile 18 on, on that fourth loop. When I saw you, uh, I was worried. <laughs> I, no, really. I was like, Ooh, you could like, did, so you didn't feel as bad as you looked. Yeah. I, 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 uh, I think that's typical of, of how I run. I think. I well, got, I, I know when you get tired, oh, that's when the, the head, me, like you need a head V8. bob. And, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, so yeah. then when did, like, when did you know that you had it? So, uh, you, st- I start, so it was a very different experience for the marathon, uh, because usually every marathon you have so much feedback, every mile split, my watch died. Uh-huh. I didn't really trust my watch as it was anyway. Uh, so I didn't have that feedback. So to answer your question, I didn't know where I was truly and I'm trying to do this addition. I thought I had the addition of the five Ks mm. all worked out. Your math head. already is, is <laughs> yeah, shaky, shaky. Uh, especially add, when add you're a twenty miler <laughs> yeah. into it. Yeah. Uh, so I really didn't realize I had it until the last lap. Uh, so the last lap, I um, I came through and I knew that if I'd run like I need if I'd run like thirty two minutes for the last lap, I would still have it. So. Um, or, or see again, I'm, I was <laughs> shaking. This is your wet, so, your rested self yeah, having yeah, trouble thinking, calculating yeah. this. So I think it was either 30 minutes. I, pro- I thought 32, but I, I probably was wrong. But so I, I, I knew I had a, a good amount of buffer. So then what it, what was like going through your head the last lap? Like what, so, what kind of thoughts? Yeah. I mean, it was, what was just, the conversation. So it, there I had, uh, so I had, uh, I, I don't think I've mentioned everybody who ran with me. Mm-hmm. I had, uh, Sam, um, who, uh, just, she just ran, um, 
the California International Marathon in 231.55. So uh, she was a great pacer. I Tara Landy, uh, she was in those last few laps. Um, doing her best to block whatever wind was coming on me. Uh, and then For I had, our listeners, Tara's like five feet tall. <laughs> yeah, I then I had yeah. uh, uh, Pete Sherry and then Rick Wilhelm from Brooks. Um, so, I mean, Rick was was holding my water. and Yeah, know, let's just, talk about that he as well. Was, oh, yeah. He was, so he was uh, incredible. Like, you know, I, I don't know how much he ran the week before, but he was also like, I, I mentioned uh, Justin and, and – um, and, and Dixon earlier and Charlie too earlier, really making sure that I was locked in. Uh, he was like, are we okay? Are you good? You know, look out for this, know this, know, know that. Um, and then I had Pete Sherry who was kind of coaching me through, all right, eyes up, eyes up. So, uh, you know, through that last lap, I was really focused. That was the most focused I was because I didn't want this epic collapse like I had thought mm-hmm. of it at 18. That was running through my mind. You're not the only one who didn't um, want that. <laughs> but uh, it, it, and it took me to uh, when I hit that last, uh, when I hit the 40K, because the marathon's 42K, uh, Lisa says 244. And I thought, oh, my gosh, I'm going to run under 255. Because I was like, I can run at least 11 minutes if not 10 minutes for the last uh, 2k, mm-hmm. you know, that's not going to be a problem the way I was. Doing. So it really hit me there that it was going to be uh, in the bag. And uh, then I just started getting super excited. And there was, it was it, as bad as, as Philly was, uh, I was pretty euphoric coming around that last turn. Yeah, you were celebrating a lot in the final I stretch. Know. And I almost like <laughs> wanted Rick to just like nip you at the line. <laughs> Yeah, I know a little too much, a little too much celebrating, but I, I wasn't, I wasn't thinking about like, I, that was like, I swear it was like genuine, authentic. Like I was like really excited and a lot relieved. I, I ran across the field everybody was at the finish line. I ran across the field and I said, Farley, stop the showboating and get to the finish line. <laughs> I think I remember docs and, and I, I'll get to you two guys who I can't thank enough for all, all that you guys did. But I remember docs. Um, and I think you said to me this after the race, I remember at one point he was like, yeah, you got it, man. This is going to be your 11th in a row. You got no, that it. Was Mc, that was uh, C.T. McGee. Well, I, I knew you prompted him for that. Um, no, C.T. Uh, McGee, I would say C.T. McGee. I blamed McGee. you for it. Whatever it was, <laughs> I blamed you for it. And at that point, I knew that Docs knew I had it in the back because I knew he wanted it for me, so he wasn't going to joke around until. No. Well, that is true. Docs, when, 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 there was a point that we were pretty sure, like, oh, yeah. he's, he'll, he's, he's got, got it. it. And then Docs wanted to, like, make some signs, like, worst parade ever. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> And Which I wanted a- to, on your last lap with like five miles to go or three miles to go, I wanted to be like, you're almost there. You're almost there. Because yeah. you did a whole so rant my, about hating that. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, let's call play back. back. Yeah, what are, what are the things that he hates at the end of a race? Good That's what back. I want to do. Yeah. Um, C.T. McGee had the best cheering. He, he out of, There were so many people out there that were that were uh, doing a great Huge. job. Yeah. But he, I think um, on lap three or four, he saw you, or maybe even earlier than that, and he was like, go Docs, Docs, Docs. Yeah, that was <laughs> the old, fantastic. The old Philly shout-out yep. and, and the 11 in a row, yeah. Callbacks to the shows are always, mm-hmm. always good. Yeah. Um, 
But do yeah, you, do you acknowledge those during the re- like? Do you do you? Under- yes. Yeah. So that was one of the problems too. Is I felt like I was a host because I was the only one yeah. who knew who Mark Naylor was or Andrew. I just met the day or my buddies Bill and and, and Carnahan from from college and then Dixon yeah. and 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 Zach who works for us. I mean, I was the the common connector between right. all these people. So I, I wanted to make uh, sure that uh, everybody. Um, uh, you know, everybody was, was having a good was time. Having a good time and felt yeah. comfortable. Yeah, we um, should have we should have given you uh, some like host cards, like <laughs> like yeah. things like like talking points, like oh, Bill, um, you've been to Chile, so has right, right. Uh, Andrew. You guys should talk about that experience. Well, the people were. I mean, just the, the pacers were amazing, and I wanted to. I I, I didn't uh, say I wanted to say him last was uh, uh, Robert Galanders who jumped in and out. Uh, we've had Robert on the show before. Um, he and I are, are really good friends and, uh, you know, he, like all of us gone through some stuff and we run together and we talk about the stuff on the runs and, uh, he's one of my, my training partners, um, who, uh, he's a dear, dear training partner. He is. So <laughs> the fact that he was out there, even though he's been kind of hurt and not, I mean, he was jumping in and out and, um, you know, keeping it light with me, but also really like excited and hopeful that I was going to make it. I once paced him at the Philly Marathon. I think I ran 259.58 or something like that, and he ran like 301.04 probably too. So uh, having him was just – because I hadn't run with him in a while, and it was just awesome to see him and awesome to have him out there. So all the people – I mean, just everybody who was there was – Oh, and yeah, was, we didn't talk amazing. about um, John or Julie who were out there giving yep. you water and nutrition. So my family, John, uh, Julie, and, and my mom – um, talk about nervous. I think <laughs> my mom was more nervous than, than, than anybody there. I mean, cause some of her friends were asking her about it and she was at Philly and saw my disappointment and, you know, like a mom would right after I ran the Philadelphia marathon, she said, mm-hmm. Oh, it's three Oh one Oh four. That's basically under three hours. <laughs> we're going to count it. I'm like, well, you might, but docs won't. So, hey, uh, you know, actually, this is this has been lost on this whole thing. Is is I don't know why we went through this whole exercise anyway. You just say I've run uh, 19 years in a row uh, under three hours and two minutes. <laughs> right. <laughs> it doesn't have the same ring to it for some reason. Uh, but she was my mom was just incredibly nervous, and she was texting me the night before. She's like, now if you don't do it. You know, don't worry about it. Not a big deal. Like totally like giving me an out, which mm-hmm. was awesome. Um, my little brother, um, he he was in charge of, of nutritionals and ended up not having to do a lot because I was just having guys run with me with the nutritionals. Right, yeah. But for him to be out there um, was was awesome because uh, I, 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 saw, I would see him and he would hand me water or gel or whatever. And then I'd be like, I'm not going to see him for another 20 or 22 minutes. That must be, and I thought about him and then I thought about everybody else. I was like, that must be really boring to be out here and, and, and so cold. And I thought about everybody else. I'm like, wow, that's really kind of boring. Um, but, uh, really appreciate him. Well, uh, if you think it's boring, you should watch the Facebook Live. Have you watched that <laughs> I ha- yet? I haven't watched it yet. Oh, you should watch it. It, it, it details everything. Steve, so we had, uh, Steve Lyko was out with his phone, um, and he was, he was doing the Facebook live. Mm-hmm. We have the opening ceremonies and then there was a snafu with the phone for the first two laps. Um, and then, uh, and then we got back on. So we have from the 10 K to through the finish one continuous video. 
and Tess was doing a competing Instagram story mm-hmm. uh, at the same time. And oftentimes they were in the same vehicle in the same spot. So it just depends on what your uh, social media of choice. Farley is a, a parent now, so we did not do a Snapchat mm-hmm. uh, thing. <laughs> right. Uh, because that would have been inappropriate. Yep, exactly. Uh, yeah. And then we also, like I said, we had Kellen Song out there. He was he was in the media. He was jumping in and out of the media car. But the, the media car was doing loops around the opposite direction. Yeah. Uh, so we would we were only bored for 11 and a half minutes. Okay. See, I felt like my brother was bored for Your brother was time. bored for 22 yeah, straight minutes, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then also you mentioned Julie too. And I mean, I just, I couldn't, I mean, not that I feel like I'm on this acceptance speech here. It's ridiculous. Mm. Um, but you know, <laughs> but, but trust me by now, if you were, the music would be playing. Yeah, you yeah, on stage. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, she really supported me where I thought it was going to be the opposite. I was like, when I finished the marathon, I was, I thought she'd be like, all right, enough of your training. Here's the kid. But over the past five weeks, she's like, gotten home from work early, like put the kid down. Um, when I went for runs, uh, you know, would, would take him to, to, to the nanny, all these little things that would make, uh, this, uh, this possible she made happen. It's, it must be great being married to an athlete that understands what your needs are. The, the, the little thing. Now, had I, had she known I would have broken it by seven plus minutes, she probably (laughs) would have been like, all right, right. we got this much cushion. It's not, I'll tell you what, you didn't do yourself, uh, your 2018 (laughs) self any favors by, by crushing that. It, you should have just barely made it. So you'd be like, man, if I want to, if we want to do this again yeah. in 2018, I'm really going to have to uh, pay less attention to the kid. And and by the way, Joanna, do you like how we're going back to referring to him as the kid? The kid, yeah. Not particularly. No. <laughs> James, yeah. Um, and then as I'm going through my speech and thank yous, all that stuff, I, I wanted to say, you guys, uh, you know what made this uh, a thing is how you guys have helped tell the story and have kind of gotten behind it. Uh, I don't think this is the thing if it isn't for the podcast. First off, uh, we don't get written up in the Washington Post because Kellen doesn't hear the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, ironically, we interviewed him for Breaking 2, and then yeah. he covers Breaking 3 for right. us at, for, at the Washington Post. Uh, but you know, there's probably a lot of people out there who can run 19 years of sub-three-hour marathons, but the way that this story was told um, – and I think the authenticity behind it and uh, the group coming together and all that, I, I think, made it what it was. But it really, I think, was the podcast and what you guys did um, for me and, and kind of what you've done to help kind of tell the story uh, has made it made it like a bigger event than it would have been. I, I've gotten hundreds of texts, e- emails I mean, like I said earlier, it's been embarrassing. Like mm-hmm. it, 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 I mean, you know what? People I told like you? Mike Wardian must be looking at like, this, like, dude, I've done this for twenty five straight years. Yeah. Like, what's the big deal? What I told you, I, I drove you back from Haynes Point. Yeah, and I, and and like the phone is just blowing up with with congratulations and and you know Twitter likes and right. all this kind of stuff. And what I told you, I said, you know, if you had just broken three hours at Philadelphia, nobody would have cared. <laughs> I know. And if I had run 3.30, I mean 2.30 at Philadelphia, yeah. no one would have cared as yeah. much as they cared. Yeah. Um, so, I, but I do appreciate uh, people acknowledging and emailing and sending me Facebook messages. And uh, it's been, it's been 
again, uh, very humbling and almost embarrassing and embarrassing at times, really. Not almost embarrassing, embarrassing. I didn't think you got embarrassed. Well, uh, <laughs> I mean, there's a, there's a, there's a six-foot cutout of me uh, in the podcast room I know, right now. I'm glad that we finally have decorations yeah. in here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe we should hang that on the back of the door. Yeah. be kind of cool. Idea. Um, we'll, we'll do our, our home decor later. Yeah, I, I actually know what you mean about the the Twitter mentions because I was tagged in the post. Mm-hmm. And I like my phone just keeps blowing up saying, oh, this person liked it. Oh, this person retweeted mm-hmm. this person, whatever. It's a post that you're tagged in. And it's like just a bunch of people congratulating you so, <laughs> because I was on that thing, right. too. I saw like all these things coming in, you know. Right. So uh, it's unbelievable how much attention it's gotten. Yeah. Uh, unbelievable how much support you, you got. I think it's a true testament to uh, the culture at Pacers. Yep. Uh, how supportive everybody was and how like just 100% all in everybody was to make this event happen. Like, like you were saying pretty much on their, in their free time, right. You know, over the holidays. Uh, And I I do want to give a, I mean, I I already gave a bunch of shout outs. I was saving this till, till we talked about the race, but I want to, I want to give a huge thank you and a shout out to every single person who came out and ran with you. Yeah, um, I've we would talk to them after they finished. Uh, I you know I talked to them uh, beforehand, afterwards at the post post race party we had at Four Courts. Um, you know to try to get the feedback, and it it was just really cool how a, a lot of these people turned their that day their training run into supporting you and and you know people checking in and it was awesome to see like always every lap there's somebody holding a water bottle or or a a sports drink bottle or like you said the nutritionals i mean like not just going out and running because like sometimes you you meet somebody to go for a run it's it's self-serving as well you're like oh cool i'll help you you'll help me but everybody was so selfless to go out there and say, like, I'm going to run your pace. I'm going to do what you need. I'm going to carry your water bottles. I'm going to yep. uh, make sure that, that the wind doesn't get farly. And and so a big, big thank you to, to everybody who came out and, and ran and supported you because I think, I think that was awesome. I mean, well. one of our friends – absolutely, Docs, no question. Uh, one of our, our, our friends who we haven't seen in years – uh, shows up to the to the race. I mean, this oh, is yeah. What, <laughs> yeah. what brings him out. I mean, it's just it's yeah. just amazing. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like the people cheering and everything as well. And and uh, uh, yeah, it was but, it was awesome. It was awesome how many people came out and 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 did their thing. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I, and Lisa and and Kathy and um, you know Heather and Steve and Tess um, who were kind of the ones behind the scenes, and of course Chris who was timing it. Uh, big 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 thank you to those guys so yeah that was it Uh, that was breaking three man it was um way way more than i expected uh well exceeded expectations uh i would sum it up and say that if first of all i think we got something here i think that there is (laughs) there is there is a market for a race at the end of the year that's sort of a concierge marathon i really (laughs) think we got something there but I would recommend if anybody needs to run a marathon and, and get a Boston qualifier or, uh, or a certain time, I guess this wouldn't be a Boston qualifier or uh, wouldn't be probably allowed since there was bandits coming in and out. But yeah, um, <laughs> I would say running a marathon that's set up just for you, man, I can't recommend it enough. If you can get it, if you can get it done, man, I mean, you can like 
shave off, uh, let's see, what's 30104 minus 250-253? Whatever that is, that's the amount of time that <laughs> you can shave off. Well, plus five seconds. Because if they're coming out, they're not getting the five-second pace nation <laughs> right, bump. Right, that's right. The so bump. You, you actually ran a 252-58 without being on pace nation that's, that's right. Yeah. Yep. So just an incredible um, – incredible just support and event that um everybody made it wasn't just about me i just hope that that it didn't come off as about me it was awesome it was about you so let's let's talk about you a little bit more Mm -hmm. your favorite topic Mm -hmm. 2018 are we waiting until december 30th (laughs) so the funny thing is is that kellen wrote this this great story that um, you know, Julie wanted to go to Hawaii and mm-hmm. the Hawaii marathon is December 8th. Ooh, it's yeah. humid. Uh, mm-hmm. it, there's a massive time change. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it's kind of dicey. I mean, I, 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 I like the story that, you know, now she gets her Hawaii trip mm-hmm. for the 20th. Here's, here's my recommendation, but I, I'm not sure I'm leaving the 20th for up to chance like that. No. Yeah. What you do is well what i told everybody after the race was come back on monday january 1st and let's do it all again right uh get it over with right but you, you got to do a spring race uh maybe go up to boston mm-hmm. or you know somewhere else march april maybe new jersey maybe new jersey in, in april yeah, in, in, in april, april. Yep. get it over with early in the year and you can still go to hawaii mm-hmm. and and that could still count but but make sure you get it over with i think this was a uh, also a once in a lifetime, last chance meet for you. Right. right. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think it's it gonna... was a great event. It's not an annual event. Right. I don't think there's going to be the same sort of <laughs> juice and enthusiasm next year yeah. when I say, "Hey guys, yeah. I just missed it again. <laughs> Let's get everybody back together and do it again." Farley, this is this is why I hate making lists. Yep. Uh, but I do have a list, and and there were certain things that I wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. The conversation went organically. Um, but I the also beginning of the conversation. The, right, right, yeah. right. So there's like I kind of had an idea how the flow of the conversation would go and it didn't go that way. Okay. So so uh, we didn't quite get to uh, talk about everything I wanted to talk about. Uh, one of the things I want to mention, probably the most important thing that happened all day that Friday mm-hmm. uh, was that we now have an intern for Pace the Nation <laughs> because right. the other Joanna came out. She probably doesn't really like us referring to her as the other Joanna. <laughs> Right. So she is volunteered to be the intern. So instead of calling her the jo- the other Joanna, we'll call her intern, intern Joanna. Joanna. Smart. Yeah. Way to go. Yeah. yeah. That's a good way to uh, change the narrative of your name. Well done. Yeah. But yeah. she she came out to to cheer for you for a couple uh, laps, and also I'm sure that uh, she was missing the fact that we don't have Pace the Nation happy hours right. anymore. Uh, and was trying to make it a Pace the Nation happy hour as well. So as the 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 new intern, uh, she's going to plan the the next happy hour. I think that's the biggest news of the day. Right. Out of everything probably. that happened that day, well, uh, that's probably the thing that impacts the most of us. No doubt. Uh, but she did say she was watching on Facebook Live for a bit, uh, which prompted her to come out. So I want to thank everybody who was watching on Facebook Live. Um, what a what a great tool i don't know why we have been resisting it for so long i, know. I love cool. it i think we're gonna this this just makes me want to do more facebook lives events i didn't realize that we would get like instant feedback and comments so at the very end of the race steve was gearing up to get back on his bike 
And so I had the camera and was going around interviewing people and I saw all these comments popping up. So I was able to like talk to these people. So I apologize for the first two hours, not interacting with, with everybody on there. <laughs> he just realized that's how awesome. Facebook live worked. Nice. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Like, like people would, would write in questions and then you could talk about it. Great. Yeah. So let's I, do more Facebook. I, I, I do want to, I do want to, uh, shout out to everybody who, who was on Facebook live, but yeah. More importantly, the people, the listeners who showed up, yes. and Joanna, I, help, I love lists. I was getting so there. help us with the list of of the listeners who showed up. Uh, so Jessica Rose and Daniel mm-hmm. Ginsberg yes. were there. Okay. Uh, Dan Yee and Jenny Paul. Yep, they were running around. I saw them running around. That was awesome. Uh, Sandwich Todd and Reva. Yep, there we go. Sandwich Todd's been on the program before. Uh, well, Mark obviously was Mark running. Mark Naylor with you. was running with me. Yeah. Uh, Midpack Biped came to he, the after party. I think he had beers. At the after party, then ran, and then home. ran home. Yeah, he yeah. ran to the after party, had a couple beers, and then ran home. <laughs> well yeah. done, mid pack. Yeah. Also, he he said that is Doc's breaking four the next thing, <laughs> and to which I was my first comment was like I could break four hours today. That's not true. He was talking about so, himself though. No, I thought he wanted me to go oh, out and break okay, four. Oh, gotcha. okay, gotcha. Uh, okay, and so I actually I I have to do a correction. And then I think maybe he's been following me on Strava, and he was actually saying, "Let's get Docs to break four miles in a in a training run." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be good too. Um, and also, CT McGee, mm-hmm. CT yes. McGee, also a listener was there. So, yeah, big props to everybody who who made it what it was, being out there and watching on Facebook Live. If we didn't name you and you had something to do with this, just send me an email and we'll we'll, we'll make a correction. Uh, it's really hard to make these lists. Yeah, no, no doubt. And and you inevitably leave somebody out. But mm-hmm. I, I, we've touched on this. And I, I do want to say, again, I know we're, we're going long on this, but uh, mm-hmm. a listener of the program who um, really made this uh, event you know, or highlighted this event more than it ever would have been had he not been there was Kellen Sung. Uh, writing the article um, for the, uh, the the DC Sports Blog, um, w- which I thought he did a great job using the pictures that that he used, and then I, I, by this time this podcast hits, hopefully I think he said uh, it was it was so well received that uh, it made the print of, print version of the post. Ooh. So I think that's going to come out this week. Um, so big props to Kellen uh, for taking a chance and and, and, yeah. and, and coming out and, and, and actually giving this to his editor and saying, hey, can we cover this event? Uh, because I thought, you know, it wasn't a sports story. It's a human interest story. And I thought it, I thought it was good. I thought it hit the mark. Uh, but, of course, I'm going to think that. Yeah. Great, great event. Uh, once in a no lifetime. Doubt. Again, Farley, it's never <laughs> happening again. Okay. So no get pressure. Your, no get pressure. your marathons. Get your yeah. streak done early in the year. Yeah. No doubt. Um, so I think also something we didn't touch about is is that uh, and and you're saying Julie was so supportive yep. of of uh, your your training and everything like that. Uh, she did immediately after the race. She had plans. You, <laughs> you guys were you guys right. were out of town. I think like uh, the moment. You hit the finish line. Yeah. You guys got in the car and drove. Went to the, no, went, went to the after party. Went know, to the after party and then, then yeah, then we got out of town. But I'm, I'm just trying to trying to think of a, a clever way to transition I into like your it. home alone story. I like it. Well, because on my list here. Yeah. Well, I like how, I like how you stay into the agenda, Docs. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So and and like Farley, I have to break down everybody the transition for everybody. Right, just so to make sure everybody <laughs> while it knows. was natural, yeah. it's no longer natural right. because I have acknowledged it. I'm talking to the fourth wall. Well. So we did go to New Jersey, and there was this problem with our uh, – there's been a problem with our washing machine. 
mm-hmm. um, for quite some time now. Mm-hmm. And uh, so now, is this true or is this just what you tell Julie when you when you don't do the laundry? You're um, like, oh, with their bad problem again. I was supposed to do the laundry this afternoon, but that's a good. That's that is actually a good excuse. I'm going to use that now. I'm going to hopefully <laughs> this guy doesn't come and fix it today because I want to use that for a while. Okay. Because I'm fine using clothes at this point of the year. The only thing I really care about is running in clothes that have been so sweaty and rank. Like you mm-hmm. don't get that sweaty during the winter. You can just reuse them, reuse them, reuse mm-hmm. them. So who needs a washing machine at this point? John, I don't know what you're talking about. Side you're note. on record saying you don't wash your running clothes. I know. I, I'm going on a tangent here. I apologize. Yeah. Yeah. So our washing machine's busted. We actually get back. First thing we do is uh, put a load of laundry in. Mm-hmm. So uh, I hadn't gone in the basement yet, but first thing Julie does, I should say, of course, I didn't mm-hmm. put the load of laundry in. Yeah, you're training for 2018. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I was up with my feet up while she was unloading the car and doing laundry. <laughs> uh, probably not too far from the truth. But uh, so uh, I go downstairs um, because uh, I was going down to, to watch TV, I believe. Uh, mm-hmm. And I go downstairs, and this is just after we got home, and there is a pool of water two inches uh, uh, in, in, in the basement. In our basement, we've got, it's not like a, unfin- we've got a finished part of the basement where there's a TV, there's a couch, all this stuff, and the water is pooling, and I can hear the water f- gushing out of the washing machine. So I run in this heroic effort, and I like see the door open of the washing machine, and water is just gushing out like it was like it was like a uh, a stream uh coming out of my washing machine mm-hmm. so i slammed the door shut and um i don't know what else to do i'm that helpless i don't know what else to do the water's still going so the water is still filling the washing machine but wait two inches of water in the whole basement in the basement and that's parts a significant of the amount of and, water and the part parts of the basement yes well, it'd probably been on for about 10 minutes and just gushing water out. So, and the door was open? The door to the uh, door to the, to the to You the, have a front loading washer. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, That's why you don't get a front loading washer? First of all, washing uh, or water's gushing out. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. So, mm-hmm. uh, I Joanna, I, what does he do? I call Julie is what I do. <laughs> and then she immediately comes flying down there and turns off the water cuz yeah. there's these two uh, water, yeah, I don't know, valves. They're shut-off valves. Yeah, shut-off <laughs> valves. So she turns, she's like, why did you turn off the valves? I was like, I didn't know what to do. You know, what do you expect out of me? Now, I just now, came down to watch TV. Now, do you remember when, when uh, I had a pipe break in my kitchen mm-hmm. and uh, it filled the, the whole kitchen up with water? Yes. Uh, you didn't listen to my story no, there I didn't. Where, where I said I had to shut off the water. What, the what, water. what, what do I have, Joanna? What is it? I don't have a file cabinet up there. The shredder. The shredder. shredder. Yes. <laughs> it went in and out the shredder. So I, I'm like, wow, this is great. Just ruined. You know, I just got back. I was hoping to get some work done, hoping to watch mm-hmm. some TV. The games were on last night. So um, my immediately my immediate thought is, all right, who are we going to call right now to get this thing fixed? And she's like, we're not calling anybody. Get the towels. We're going to clean this up ourselves. I was like, clean this up ourselves. <laughs> There's two inches. Of- she's like, it's New Year's Day. Nobody's working right now. It's not that big of a deal. We're going to get some towels and we are going to clean it up. Don't so- you have a drain in the basement, though? No drain in the basement. So we are squeegeeing water 
into like little buckets and 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 mm-hmm. and taking uh towels and and getting them saturated with water and then squeezing saturated. them out like this was my night last night this mm-hmm. is my big celebration after new year's mm-hmm. and my my sub three hour marathon i'm on my hands and knees mm-hmm. cleaning out uh my basement so but at the way you say this is like you you're expecting sympathy from us it's what well, being a homeowner I, is. i think i deserve a little sympathy I mean, I, you know, I, I think that what, what I was surprised was that um, she, she expected me to know where the valves were, <laughs> the water turnoff valves were. Yeah. And that I would be like all about cleaning it up. Like, <laughs> well, it's not like she was excited about no, cleaning she, up. It's she, that you have to do it. Yeah, she did it too. So Yeah, I mean, I, but I, again, she wasn't like, yes. No, that's we true. get to clean this up. No, so that that was my home alone um, mm-hmm. situation. But I think so. You guys got hit by the wet bandits. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, that is so, home alone. So that's that's where. It, so I re- was like waiting for. I thought you left James somewhere. No, no, no. no. We we no. It was fine. So my my resolution is to uh, learn some more things about the house, so I can be a little more handy. Uh, I hope to be a little more handy in 2018. Yeah, it's a um, good. That's a good. I, I truly do. I, I got my books. We already went over my books from last week. I want to do that. Uh, I want to break three hours in the marathon before December 29th this year. Uh, and, you know, I got some stuff for the business and all that stuff. But that's, yeah. Nobody so, wants to hear about th- that. Those are, those are, those <laughs> are my goals. So mm-hmm. I, like Joanna, kind of simplified it. Uh, but what do, you, what do you got, Joanna? So my four um, goals for 2018, the first one is is that I'm going to have all of my Christmas shopping completed by December 1st, 2018. Well, you got ours done already, so that's yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. exactly. Does that count for this? Yes, yes. Yep. My, my dad once said about my aunt, he was like, oh, she's not a month late on Christmas presents. She's 11 months early. That's right. Uh, I like that. I'm gonna use. I'm gonna actually. I'm gonna steal that one. Okay. So my sister-in-law gets all of her. She got her Christmas shopping done in uh, by Thanksgiving, and then I think you can enjoy the Christmas season more if mm-hmm. you're not stressed out about Christmas. But are you gonna remember that? Yes, because I wrote it in my passion planner. All right. <laughs> okay. Um, and then my second New Year's resolution, which is the same one that's on there every year, is I'm. I really this year I'm going to get serious about sign language though because I finally feel like I have the time to do so where before like I never really knew what my schedule would be and since I know now I have a better handle on it I feel like can devote time to like taking do you a class. do you have friends that sign or deaf friends that you would have to communicate with through sign language I do yeah okay cool. um and we're I mean we live in a city that has Gallaudet yeah. so there's definitely a, a resource available to me I just was hesitant to sign up for classes because I just didn't know if I could actually make that commitment and now that I can I definitely all right. Well, I'm not going to do that. I'm one for two. Okay. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> well, you don't have which to have is the, good. Yeah. Which, you don't have to have the same as mine. Yeah. yeah. All right. Go ahead. Um, and then on the topic of schedules, um, because I don't work as many like regular hours in the store, um, I don't feel like I have as much structure to my days. So now that I have my passion planner, like structuring my days a little bit better is my other, yeah, good. My other goal for Was the that year. three? I think you had that's four. Three, yeah. That's three. Yeah. Okay. So you just had three. And well, my fourth. Well, my fourth one is like more of a personal thing. Okay. Yeah. All right. We oh, don't that you get, don't want to talk about. We don't need to get I mean, all personal. We, I mean, I don't. It doesn't. I don't think anybody is super interested. Mm-hmm. I just told a story about me, like on my hands and knees, <laughs> <laughs> cleaning up water. Now, you know, people want to hear. It. Come on, give, give it, give it to us. Well, or or just tell him it's a business thing. He didn't have to go into his business <laughs> thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 
right, you don't have to share. Uh, you know, I love when you guys get uh, get to the personal stuff on the show. I mm-hmm. think that's our best stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but have we talked to any running on the show? Oh, we did talk about Breaking Three. Okay, that's good. Uh, all right, that's <laughs> that's fair. All right, uh, Docs, what do you got? For my, and I forget, I'm not hosting the show. My New uh, Year's resolutions? Yeah. Yes. I don't know that I, I have New Year's resolutions per se. Mm-hmm. Um, I always have the goal of I need, I need to get more fit. Run a little bit more. Okay. Yeah, or just, nice. I mean, not just running, but just get more fit. Okay. I, I, want, a, I want like a younger dad's bod, not an <laughs> older okay. dad's bod. <laughs> All right. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else? Um, I'm going to get my Christmas shopping done before Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. One up me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to read 13 books. Ooh, one up Farley. <laughs> yep. um, I'm going to get a job. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, at least that's kind of you a got a one. priority. You got yeah. your, your priority set. That's third on the priority list. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we can bump it down when I think of like sports-related yeah. stuff. Right. Yeah. What a, all right. Oh, I, I agree. I don't, I don't think it's uh, good to be big on the New Year's resolutions, get skinny, make more money. Well, uh, those are also vague, go too. Go to church more, all that stuff. All those are good things, but it's like, come on. Like, life is a process. Exactly. It, the problem with, the, the big problem with having New Year's resolutions is accountability. Yeah. And so I like the idea of always checking in and saying, what can I do to be better and mm-hmm. what can I do to, to make that happen? Not just on January 1st. Cause then like in March when you're not doing it, you're like, all right, well, I guess in 10 more months I'll, I'll make an effort to make myself right. better. <laughs> right. Well, and I think New Year's resolutions are more, I, I view them more like a professional development plan where you have a goal and then you'll, you make steps to get towards the goal and the, the goal should be focused on like a larger picture. Like if you want to, um, be a better runner, that's really vague. And you have to kind mm-hmm. of quantify that as like, I want to, you know, finish my first 5k. And then what are the steps are going to take to finish that first 5k? Are you criticizing my New Year's resolutions that I just made up on the spot? No, I'm I'm giving advice <laughs> no, to like, our yeah. to our listeners. Yeah. Like I, one of my staff members said that her New Year's resolution was to read all of the books that she owns that she hasn't read yet, and that that is a good goal, but it's not really specific enough because you're not sure if it's achievable. So yeah. I told her, you know, take take all the books out of, out of your shelf that you haven't read that are going to be on this list, and how how many are there? Is it an achievable goal for the year, and how are you going to achieve it? Like, mm-hmm. is it is it reasonable that you'll read fifty pages? a week 50 pages a night 50 pages mm-hmm. a month and then add up how you're going to accomplish this goal because if you break things down it's much easier to achieve them than if you just give yourself this big pie in the sky goal with no steps towards mm-hmm. how you'll achieve it i agree so um, i love new year's resolutions because i like mm-hmm. planning but, for but things joanna shouldn't we do like uh february 1st resolutions as well yeah. Well, it's an it's an ongoing process. Uh-huh. I just think that New Year's is like the time when people have it in the front of their mind. So it's a, it's an opportunity. But you could do this at any time in the year because it's a 30 second news piece. Exactly. And and it's it's uh, something that's really easy to talk about and then move on. Very true. All right. This podcast, of course, is just like sponsored. we do on the show because we never talk about them until January. <laughs> this, this podcast, of course, is sponsored by Pacers Running. Pacers Running with five area DC locations. Pacers Running is for every run. Uh, we also have a store in Princeton, New Jersey, Seven Palmer Square. Uh, you can still sign up for the 2018 uh, Pacers Running races. That race series. 
uh, is open for business on runpacers.com. Uh, finally, guys, I didn't put this on the agenda. Or Docs didn't have this on the agenda. But, I blame uh, me. Looks like our favorite mode of transportation here in the Boston uh, Clarendon Courthouse corridor uh, has been shut down until April. The sp- For what reason? Sprint cars have is been shut down. It, is it because our guest didn't take that sprint <laughs> yes, car? Was I that to make so. it break it? It might have been. I, You know what? And whenever they say it's closed till April, mm. that means it's done. It's done. It's over. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 no one closes till April. Well, maybe. Uh, maybe baseball it's too does. cold. Major League yeah, baseball maybe does. it's too yeah, cold. Maybe. For the I just am not. I'm, they, I'm not hopeful. How many golf carts do you know that have heat? <laughs> That's true. These <laughs> probably don't have heat. Um, but they uh, launched in June, and they promised free rides along the corridor mm-hmm. in these electric vehicles, uh, the corridor of Virginia so, Square, Boston, Clarendon Courthouse, and Roslyn. And they might be done. Well, they're offering free rides. Like, what's their business model? <laughs> well, like, I think it's just are... advertising. So I think it's just yeah. advertising. I think you get an app. I actually finally, once they close, I think I finally understand. So, it. so people pay to advertise with right. them. Right, okay. pay to advertise. You get a, you get an app on your phone. You push the app, and then they take you from wherever you want to go in the Orange Line here corridor in Arlington. Uh-huh. Uh, I, are you getting paid every time you say corridor? No, <laughs> I, was, I was I so just psyched think, the first time just, you said it. Now I'm irritated. I'm just disappointed that they're closed. Now that I understand it, I was going to use it. You remember how I used to bike up the hill? I was just going to use them. <laughs> To use them to go up the hill. That uh-huh. was that was my, my answer. I, I do the same run over and over again because I don't want to go back up the hill into, mm. into Clarendon. Maybe they'll relaunch in, in April, but they'll spell Sprint right and they'll be successful <laughs> that this would time. Be no, that's a phone network. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, somebody else took that. It's just up and coming know. phone network. I'm hoping <laughs> that we plug them a little bit more and give them a little bit of run on the show so they'll be open for biz. Uh, I we should we should get to the bottom of it and hope that uh, the the reason why is just just weather related. Hopefully, you, maybe, I didn't think maybe, about that. I'm glad you brought that up. Maybe it's just weather related. I and maybe I, our scientists can solve that problem for them. <laughs> I just I just know every time you see a restaurant that says opening in another month, they're done. Mm-hmm. They're closed. Well, Bodo's is open on the corner, and <laughs> that was true. coming soon for about 13, 14, yeah. 15 years. That's such a very niche audience who understands what you're talking about, but it is true. That's a good example. That's yeah. the one example in the world that is mm-hmm. uh, that actually did come soon. It, it actually, yeah. So that's our hope. Yeah, that's our hope. Well, you know what that sound means. <laughs> what? Show's over. That's it. Folks, this is it. Uh, thank you to my co-host, Joanna E. Russo. Mm-hmm. And uh, to our special guest, our dear, dear <laughs> colleague, uh, Chris Farley, his first ever appearance as a guest on this show. Yes. Um, Only four more until your jacket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you guys did a great job hosting. Docs, great job steering the show. Joanna, great chiming in. Uh, and thank you for having me on the show. Why are you still talking? You're the guest. Oh, sorry. That's right. Yeah. All right. For my co-host, Joanna E. Russo, and our one-time and only one-time <laughs> guest, Chris Farley, I'm William E. Docs. This has been episode 136 of Pace the Nation.
Joanna, because I, I wanted, I, I, I'm so remiss. I, I wanted to introduce the whole thing. Like it, it didn't happen organically, but when I was on my run today thinking about the race or thinking about the podcast, I wanted to be like, and let's let's just get right to it. The the big news of the day uh, last Friday, uh, we're all down at Haynes Point, and we got an intern. Oh, yeah. right. <laughs> we now have an intern. Jo- uh, the other Joanna doesn't like being referred to as the other Joanna, so she wants us to call her intern Joanna going forward, so we you will. Should, you should say that there's 